Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that is number one on your drunk dial list. Hashtag, Hashtag just saying. Woo. Oh. Friday. Ah. I'm still Tara. I'll always be me. Sean. Oh. Yay. Oh, boy. Um, We're still a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> we're still in recovery mode. Oh, gosh. Something. <laughs> uh, you know. I, it's one of those things that just. Sticks with you for a month. I have... All right. Well, and actually, actually... Actually. And here is where being sick comes in handy for me. Right? Because I have a toothache down here. And my Ouchie. old jaw... My whole jaw hurts. I thought you said your old jaw. Yeah, my old <laughs> The old jaw, jaw that I have in a jar <laughs> under my shed. Your old bitty. That... <laughs> That nasty ass. No, it's my. The, it's next to the jar, my dentures. <laughs> oh, gosh, golly. Um, my my whole jaw Shit. just hurts. And now I like, I've been chewing over here because I have to. Mm-hmm. And now um, I was told a year ago I, have, I was going to have a, a wisdom tooth thing, and now my, my, my wisdom tooth is starting to bug me over here. But. Because I'm sick, I've had a lot of soup. So soup. it's been me and soup. <laughs> and we've been best friends. I'm going steady. We're whole oh, we're married, we have children together. <laughs> so explain that sex. <laughs> noodles. <laughs> There's a lot of noodles involved. It's it's all it's Kind of kinky, but you know, <laughs> get it when you can. That's what I say. Um, <laughs> noodle porn. Noodle porn. Food porn. Ham. Um, yeah. Occasional ham in there. Occasional ham. Chicken noodle. Mm. I have chicken noodle. Chicken noodle soup. Bugger. So <laughs> it's been um. So it's been easy on my tooth because I've had a lot of soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh i just i it's a long weekend this weekend for those in the working force many people will not have to work monday it's mlk day yeah mlk day so um martin luther king oh yeah not milk missing the eye milk <laughs> <laughs> it's milk day what it's dairy day we love dairy so much <laughs> Dedicated a whole day to it. <laughs> Enjoy Dairy Day. There's probably, you know what, people. I go on um, social media, and it seems like every other day there's some kind of day dedicated. It's like it's National Cupcake Day, National Sandwich Day. Yeah, and I don't know where these days come from. <laughs> Who designates these days? National Sucker Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not. I'm okay with it. Who's the idiot that gets to make the official word? I don't know. Uh, I just because it's like oh, and it's national, you know, it's national eat pancakes with a fucking elephant day, 
And say, I don't even know any elephants, but I would be happy to eat pancakes alone <laughs> in my sweatpants by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I would, it. and I would call into work. I cannot come into work. I'm eating sweatpants. I'm in sweatpants, eating pancakes alone in the dark, <laughs> listening to Beethoven. Billy Joel. I said Beethoven, Billy Joel. Very, that's <laughs> fine. Billy Joel's pancake eating music. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? Um, <laughs> I'm just. I'm very, we're off to a silly start now. Good. Silly start. That's okay. So I apologize. If you watch the video, uh, we uh, we broadcast the video of the podcast on YouTube. We were able to edit out coughing on the audio, but not so much the video. That's a lot harder. So, we, don't, yeah, we didn't attempt that. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. Sean, I'm very busy. <laughs> so <laughs> I figured trying to edit out coughs on a video would be a long, oh. long process. Good God, yes. So I apologize. You had to put up with the coughing. And then I sneezed twice. <laughs> so what can I do? Oh, a good friend of ours pointed it out. Yes, he did. He texted me, bless you, and everything. And it's like, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sick. T.Y., Joe. T.Y. So, <laughs> hopefully. I'm, uh, yeah, so the long weekend, I'm just going to stay in bed. <laughs> I'm just going to stay in bed. The little, the littlest contact I have with the, the public, I think, is the best. The happier. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. I was going to finally get some free time and a busy schedule. <laughs> and I'm trying to sleep gonna off. going to go into a nap coma. Oh, God, I'm going to NyQuil coma. <laughs> My NyQuil coma awaits. Uh, that will be great. I'm excited. I'm, I've never been so excited to stay in bed. It's just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to stay in bed. And, you know, I feel bad because I was thinking today, I'm like, there's 110 things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I have I have other shit that I should be doing, and I'm like, I think I should just stay in bed. I can get into less trouble there. Our original plans were to drive to Rutland. Oh yeah, can we talk about that for a minute? I'm not trying to talk shit about somebody, but, but I will. But I will. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Here's the thing. Okay, Go. okay, 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 okay. I, I mean, I shouldn't be the one to say anything because you were the one who had the take one. <laughs> Because you were the one who had the correspondence with the guy. But basically, mm-hmm. just to break this down for you guys, is we were supposed to go and look at these cars, and Sean had been in correspondence with the guy a few times about doing it, and then all of a sudden, out of left field, he comes out with, oh, and by the way, um, yeah, in order to look at the stuff, we're going to need you to make some kind of donation. Because they do uh, it for a certain charity. Yeah. And that's great and fine with us, but I have, I have zero um, issue with making a charitable nation, especially this one. Except he gave a, a number that he wanted us to donate. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm a presidential, my hand like this now. He gave a number he wanted us to donate, and it was kind of a high number, I think, in my well, opinion. They were asking a hundred dollars from each of us. Yeah, so they wanted 200 bucks. For a donation, which is supposed to be voluntarily. Yeah. The amount that you can pay, (laughs) not what's asked of you. And I mean, I would have, I probably could have gone as high as 50, but 100 bucks, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, That seems a bit bit much. So, I don't know if we're going to make it up there. (laughs) I I just told him that uh, we'll just reschedule and probably look at March or April. Right. 
That way we can just kind of let it be and let it fade away. Or... <laughs> let it be and fade away? <laughs> well, if we decide that we're going to do it and save up a little extra money. Oh, God, dude. Uh... You know, this gives us time, but I um... right now I'm just going to let it pass and... I'll just, I... I'll just see the same car at, like, a Comic-Con or something. It's, yeah, it's a car you see at the Comic-Cons. I have, yeah, and it'll, co- it'll cost you less, even with the amount of money it costs to get into the Comic-Con. It still costs you less than that. And we're, we're talking about seeing the DeLoreans from Back to the Future. Right. The person that I'm talking to, they actually own a car that is used in Part 3. Yeah. And they have a replica of Marty's 4x4 mm-hmm. and a replica of the, uh, of the DeLorean. Yeah. And I thought it'd be awesome that we go up there, look at the cars, shoot video for a show, let them do a <laughs> promo. This is like part of a thank you. And what do they say? Oh, sure, you can come up. But, but. we would like for you to make a donation of $200. Yeah, it's a bit much. I said, sorry, we're just a small podcast in works. <laughs> we don't have a big production. We don't have sponsors, we do which we would like sponsors. Well, we're working on that. I, if she can just insert like a ding into the video <laughs> right there, that'd be cool. You know what? Off off <clears throat> camera, we'll have a conversation. We'll have a conversation off mic because that we're, we're it's moving forward. I am hoping by the end of the year that we will actually be pulling in money. I'm given the time frame the end of the year, just to make it a, a broad thing. But anyway, dumb broad. Yeah, you dumbass mother... <laughs> anyway, so, but it's like, I don't... Oh, gosh. I don't, like... I, like I said, like, I wouldn't have an issue if he was like, can you just make a donation mm-hmm. and let me know? And then we could have just screenshotted that we had made a donation, but... No, he's sitting there like, uh, it has to be this. Blah, blah, blah. And that almost makes me want to reach out to, like, Michael J. Fox on Twitter, because he's on Twitter. I don't know if it's really him who tweets, um, <laughs> but I, I just I want to reach out to him and be like, listen, this is what's going on, and these guys are doing that in your name. Are you okay with that? <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're there. <laughs> you sure they're what? He's okay with it? Probably. Eh, I don't know. The fact that they're still trying to collect for his charity, yes. Well, the, the I fact know. that they're asking outrageous numbers out of people is... Yeah. Where if I was Michael, I'd say, you shouldn't be asking them that. Yeah. It's called a donation. Let them give you anything. I know. I'm just saying, if that was me, I'd be kind of uncomfortable. It's because it's like, you know, that's a bit much. When I got the first email about that, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. I quickly text her, and she's pretty much the same. <laughs> I was all the TF about that, yeah. The dubs. Dubs TF. <laughs> We'll see down the line what happens. I guess, yeah. I mean, they're not going to be junking the cars anytime soon, so... No, they plan on keeping it uh, in the family. Yeah, well... So their kids' kids or their kids' 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 kids will still have the cars if they're not all rotted up. Keeping it with the kin! (laughs) It was was great of them that they would say, hey, come on up and we'll see, you know, let you look at the cars, shoot your show and all that. Yeah. It's just the asking us the two hundred dollar donations would kind of shit all over our plans and spirits. It sure did, Batman. <laughs> it sure did. Listen, I am so distraught now because uh, prior to the show we had business dinner. 
So we had business dinner. Yeah, I'm full. And um, Sean is way full, as you should be. <laughs> um, Ate more than I should have. Well, well, That's you fine. won't be hungry later. No. So. <laughs> I didn't eat it all today. Me neither. So I picked up. I ran out of oatmeal, my work oatmeal. Oh, yeah. I ran out. I had nothing. <laughs> nothing but fucking memories to chew on. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was I mean, sucking on shitty. my memories. That tasted shitty, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm choking on my own spite. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how work gets you. So, prior to the show, we were business dinner, and then we were watching um, some YouTube things. We uh, we were watching a, a, a video about discontinued food items. And one of the discontinued food items on we're going down the fatty rabbit hole now. One of the discontinued food items. Hop. Can't help hop. it. Can't help it. I don't even care. The um one of the discontinued food items was uh the snack called PB Crisps. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember PB Crisp. If you're in the United States, I know we have some European uh, listeners. They were awesome. They were awesome, and all it did was make me sad because they're gone. They've been gone since I think 2006. I think oh, that's yeah. I think that's what I heard. And it seems like I didn't even know they were out that long because It doesn't seem so far. It not, not only 2006. Not only, that doesn't sound so far. But. Not only does it not seem like it was 11 years ago, <laughs> but it also seems like like I didn't know like I don't I I remember not seeing them before then. <laughs> you know, like our area because, you know, they like to take all the cool shit away from us. <laughs> so, I remember not seeing them much much before that. But Like, hey, here's Crystal Pepsi, but it's only going to be an eight-week <laughs> thing. Here, they, here's they Extra sell, Cooler. Only while the movie's out. They're selling Crystal Pepsi. Um, I was lucky to find some still. another case of Extra Cooler today at Stop and Shop. Oh, boy. I thought they weren't making that anymore. I Did thought, they have a little left in the warehouse or something? I don't know. I just went to the stop and shop to get a bottle of uh, tangerine orange juice because mm-hmm. I make homemade extra cooler <laughs> and uh, I need that. And I, walk, I need it. Start walking in the aisle of the juices and I look to my left. On a little stand, there's one whole case of the little boxes of uh, extra cooler. <laughs> my mind, I'm like, mine! <laughs> I must have this. Shut up and take my money! <laughs> Two for three dollars for each pack. Uh, that so seems get, a little high. Two packs. Two, three, oh, so it'd be like one fifty each. Two, two yeah, two packs for three. Okay. I just grabbed the whole case. I'm like, nope, mine. Sure you did. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I'm, you? I'm gonna be that one dick. <laughs> <laughs> Take everything. There's always that one asshole loading up his cart with all the good shit. Well, who in my neighborhood or my area is gonna really want that? I, I don't know. You, apparently. Just me. <laughs> Are they selling that on eBay yet? What, the Ectacooler? Yeah. They were selling it on eBay just as we were finally getting it. Back no, back I mean... Back like June. I mean, still? like, now that supposedly it's gone now. Oh, I'm sure. They, I'm sure they... there's still a lot on there. Oh. I was going to say, I have some. If my I phone could... wasn't sitting over there <laughs> in that other room, I'd look it up for you. Well, if... I remember, and my brain is shot, so good luck with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually I had somebody, uh, uh, one of the sales reps, drop something on my desk. Drugs? I wish. 
It was just a request. It was a request for something, and he wanted it done. So I said, well, as soon as I finish... So I said, as soon as I finish what I'm doing, I'll work on your request. So he's like, thank you. So, but he made the mistake of starting to tell me um, when he needed it, like what he needed done Mm -hmm. before, uh, like, uh, because I have my headphones on at work and I'm listening to, a lot of times I'm listening to us, I'm listening to Spotify, I'm listening to blah, blah, blah. But mainly us. (laughs) <laughs> I actually went back, actually. actually. I went back and I listened to episode, I think it was episode 14, which is titled uh, Sugar Plums Coming Home. <laughs> and the beginning, and I, I, like, the beginning was just us just rapping. And I was like, this is a really good episode. <laughs> we, we did just, have some good ones then. We were just chatting. We were just talking. <clears throat> I, I shut it off when we got to the movie reviews, though, because a lot of those episodes, when it hits that, it kind of drags a little bit. We were yeah. right to get rid of those. Yes. Like, I don't mind talking about movies. We can talk about movies, but we, like, went into way too much detail. Oh, it's kind of like, um, I've been in the wrestling again lately. <laughs> and one of the things that Steve Austin always said was, you got to pay your dues. Yeah. So, like, with him, when he came to WWE, he was the ringmaster. He hated the gimmick, but he knew that's how he had to start off and pay his dues. Yeah. To move up in the company. So maybe us doing that type of show back then was us getting comfortable with this. Yeah, maybe. Paying our dues. and A little, little bit of a prototype. And we changed it up, and now our show is a bomb. <laughs> I enjoy your confidence, sir. I enjoy it. <laughs> and I second it. So. There you go. Uh, there you go. I'm yeah, all set. She did that without touching it. I did. I'm magic. Magic. So, I I had my headphones on, so I only heard half of what he said. So, I took my guess as to what he wanted done with it, and then I finished, and I knew he wanted uh, email confirmation that it was completed. So, I emailed him, and I said, his name is Jeff. So, I said, hey, Jeff, um, I did this, this, and this, and I hope that's what you wanted. <laughs> because I did not hear a single thing that you said, and you walked away before I could say, What? <laughs> I did not hear from him by the time I left work. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I This week was the week of people bitching to me about stuff. Um, I have this automated system thing where clients, the, the messages automatically come through to me if it's tagged a certain way. Every, like I had to get my supervisor because there was this one lady who was flipping out and I'm like, you need to respond to this lady because if I respond to her... <laughs> I'm gonna it ain't going to be pretty. I'm going to be in HR's office. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to be nice. So she came over and she read it. And here's the thing. With text, um, you can never completely read what the person intends. Mm-hmm. Like, because, or how. Yes, exactly. So I was reading it in a way that I was picturing like... Bah, 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 bah. And when she came over to my desk to read it, she goes, well, this isn't that bad. And I said, you're not reading it with the voice in my head. And she goes, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, no, the voice in my head sounds much, much. I was like, this is read like. Rah, 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 rah. And she goes, I don't think that's how she meant it. I was like, no, that's exactly how she meant it. That's exactly how she did. She goes, all right. All right. You say so. Yeah. That's, she just kind of shook her head at me. And she's like, oh, this is what you're going to say. <clears throat> So she just typed out. It sucks, though. I have that problem a lot with a friend of mine. Like, he'll text me, and then I'll text him back and be like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) 
He's like, no, that's not what I meant. You should just call me. Because yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. So I feel sometimes, too, when I send you text, like some text. I'm thinking to myself, she's probably going to read this and take it the wrong way. <laughs> Normally, yeah. You know what? <laughs> just assume that I'm going to take it the wrong way. And just reiterate at the bottom, this is what I meant. Because I always do. But I'm mostly at work. Because people just... The public. No, not you. Not this public. This public is great. Different public. This public is fine. You guys write write yes, us sir. on you guys write us on Facebook and Twitter and they do. Uh, yes, well, yes. I don't see it. Well, I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> She's and, got the uh, access. I don't. I, I do, I, and I, the uh, told by her. <laughs> and the clamor, <clears throat> the clamor app is still working pretty good. It's bringing you guys over. So if you hear from the clamor app, thank you. Clam. So, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that reminds me of something. Hey, uh, that reminds Ham? me of something. No, that reminds me of something else. I'll get there in a second. So, uh, not not you guys, public, but the the other public. <laughs> <laughs> the other public sucks. <laughs> now, I've like Those I've degenerate assholes. Yes, <laughs> I've gotten Jay into uh, the food the Food Network. I I, I like the Food Network. Um, I like to look at stuff that I can't possibly make. And um, it's like, I, even if I had a fucking magic wand in a year and a half, I couldn't make that souffle. You're an asshole. So, I, want, I want to make a beef wellington, but... that Episode 14, you say, you start talking about Hell's Kitchen, and you're like, when they make that beef wellington, man, I just, I want to make it. I don't want to have it. And well, it's, that's it's, fucking weird. <laughs> it is, isn't it? So, I've got Jay into Chopped, because I love that show. I loved Chopped. Uh, Ted Allen is a boss. <laughs> and, um, so I was watching it this week, and, uh, because they do, like, random marathons of it. So I was watching it this week, and Jay came home last night, and they were having, like, a massive marathon all night. So I was in my glory. Because a friend, my friend Tina canceled on me. She had a family uh, I thought you were say she's still sick. No, she, her grandmother passed away. Aww. And, uh, yeah. So she, so, had to go to, so she had to go to the service. I didn't even know that the service. I was like, I would have, like, come or, like, if you need any, like, I don't know. Support? You need a high five or something? <laughs> so she's, high five, cool. <laughs> so she's like, no. And I mean, she has a very limited time to get her grandmother's pl- place cleared out. So I was like, well, if you need a pair of hands, whatever. She's like, oh, thank you. So, um, so she canceled on me. So she had to go handle all that stuff. So I just got a pizza and I went home and just watched Chopped all night. So Jay came home and this is where I'm getting to the the thing that you just yelled out. Uh, and they put like random shit in baskets and they're like, make something delicious. And uh, they usually will have at least three ingredients per basket. I have no idea what they are. And I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of that. So it was funny because they pulled out something and it looked awful and I don't remember what it was. And Jay was sitting there, and he goes, what is that? And I said, I don't know. I've never heard of it. And he goes, me neither. <clears throat> and then he goes, and then I said something like, what do you suppose it would taste like? And then he looked at me, and he goes, probably vagina. <laughs> and it was, just, it was just the way that he said it that I nearly <laughs> fell off the floor. I was like, are you serious right now? It's so funny because my husband looks, I tell him all the time. I said, you look like you should be in a, like a little college shirt and little dress pants. I was like in a corner or something. I was like, "You look like such a good choir boy." 
I said, and then he says dirty things to me, and I can't stop laughing. Good. And he gets offended, and he's like, well, you, you know, and I said, because you look like you listen to John Denver, and you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just look like you like John Denver and, you know, Muppets and fucking, I don't know. <laughs> It's poetry, and you just sit there all quiet with a bowl of vanilla ice cream because plain. I thought you, I thought you were going to say a bowl of vagina. No. <laughs> if I'm sure if you could, he would. Lick so, him the pussy. <laughs> I said, and then you say dirty things, and it makes me laugh <laughs> because you look like such a good boy. <laughs> He's not a good boy. I can tell you that right it's now. Hidden. He's not. It is. He's so <clears throat> filthy. That's okay, though. Yeah, there's, anyway. something, there's something I want to bring up before I forget to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say <that> again? <laughs> I can't. Go ahead. Right, I'm few, with you. A few nights ago, I was about to enjoy myself a bowl of a Captain Crunch. Yum. Yeah, very yum. Well, I know you don't like the Crunch Berries. You're a purist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at the box after I poured the milk. Okay. And I was reading it. And I'm like, what? Are they ever going to get this right? What is going on with this box? Okay. You could instantly win Pandora 1 for a year and other prizes. Okay. See inside for details. No purchase necessary. The code you need is in the box. (laughs) You have to buy the box. Purchase necessary. Absolutely necessary. Freaking idiots. <laughs> I've always hated that. It's like no purchase necessary. It's in big details letters. inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see inside for details. Yeah. Well, I think they, what I think they mean to say is that in order to collect the prize, there won't be an additional fee. <laughs> but they should say no additional fee. Or no additional purchase. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah a, but even on just... the back, it says no purchase necessary. Here's how to enter. One, look inside the box for your code. <laughs> they actually wrote this. One, look inside the box. Two, yeah. If you can uh, get that there. You just like hit pause. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, one, look inside the box for your code. Because it's printed on the inside. Of course. Two, go to www.crunchspintownin.com and enter the code. Spin the prize wheel to see if you won. Oh no purchase necessary. Seaside for details. Well, that's silly. But, but uh, did you at least enjoy the Captain Crunch? Oh, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> I love even, me a even good Captain without Crunch. Crunch berries? I don't know how you do it. I just eat it. You just <laughs> eat it. That is the most. But I want to point that out. Yeah. No purchase necessary, but you have to buy the box. Yeah. And I tell you, if you if you have like a, um, you know what I always hated about Captain Crunch? If you uh, like the night before, you know how sometimes you'll go to eat pizza or a food that's way too hot, you burn the roof of your mouth. That scratches it. Oh God, yes. Yep. Oh, you just want to die. <laughs> Don't you just want to die? Doritos do that to me. Cause too. of death, Captain Crunch. <laughs> oh, the coroner would have a field day with you. Cause of death, Captain Crunch hit roof of mouth. Family sues. Family sues. <laughs> <laughs> That's a headline. Mm-hmm. 
woman dies from Captain Crunch hitting the roof of her mouth. <laughs> it's awful. Crunching on Crunch. Crunching on the Crunch. <laughs> exactly right. And they have so many. Uh, there's the Peanut Crunch. Have you, ever had the pe- have you ever had the peanut butter Captain Crunch? No. You've never had the peanut butter Captain Crunch? I haven't tried it yet. Really? Really? It's very peanuttery. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it's very peanuttery. Um, it's not something I... I'm very picky about my breakfast uh, cereals. And I don't eat them. All right, this is going to... Okay, here's a glimpse into Tara's life. I don't like milk. I don't like milk. I just don't like it. Um... I'm I'm strange that way. So <laughs> uh, when I get a breakfast cereal, I actually eat it just as like a snack. I will um especially Again? especially like for work, I'll take a little belt baggie. Kids little kids do it in elementary schools. Like a little Ziploc baggie and yep. I'll put some like uh what was the last cereal I did that with? Uh oh, the the monster. Count Chocula. Uh, Count Chocula. I put a little baggie Count Chocula. Mm. Went to work with my little baggie. Boom, boom. Little handfuls of Count Chocula every now and then. We'll mind some now. They're not bad. It's not bad. It's <laughs> But there's only certain cereals you can do that with. Because you can't, you know, you can't do it with, like, Bran Flakes. <laughs> no. just, that's awful. But you can with Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes Dry is awesome. They're great. This is, we're still down the food, the fatty rabbit hole. Because we're still fucking going on. We can't get out of the hole. <laughs> no, we can't get out of the hole because we're too chubby. So, um... <laughs> Fucking hit, then here's a little tip if you're into that kind of thing. Don't eat yellow snow. No, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, but but uh, frosted flakes on ice cream is good. Sounds pretty good. Oh, it's good because it almost it has the consistency of like a cone. Yeah. So it's almost like you crushed a cone on top of your ice cream and has that that flavor to it. Try it. Let us know what you think. I've already done it, so <laughs> <laughs> you can disagree with me if you wish. Try it. Let us know. Yeah. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. <laughs> Diabetes is right around the corner. <laughs> Diabetes is right around the corner. Uh. <laughs> I haven't done that in years. I used to do it when I was a kid, but I know that it tastes good. <laughs> My sister used to put, um, you know, you know, when you fit, have you ever had, uh, like frosted mini wheats? Uh, no, I like, can't, I can't say yes, but no tab can. Okay. Well, when you when you hit the bottom of frosted mini wheats and you have like the shred, mm-hmm. the shredded stuff, my sister used to put that on ice cream, but mm-hmm. it, it had to be chocolate ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Let's see what else have I see. She used to do uh, camelhead. Ha! She used to do um, <laughs> fruity pebbles as well. Fruity pebbles mm, on ice cream. I love fruity pebbles. Yeah. Fruity and cocoa. This is awful. We should we should just stop. Getting fatter just talking about it. Oh my. I would say my teeth hurt, but they hurt before we started. So what can I do? The inside of my lips killing me. I bit a few days ago. Oh, don't you just want somebody to punch you in the face when that happens? I feel like someone did. Oh God! <laughs> you know what sucks about that too? That happens to me sometimes because I have a. Uh, I was in a car accident, so I have a tooth right here that's actually like jagged. I know I'm I'm a fucking anomaly. <laughs> so I have a little jagged tooth right here. It's just the front of it. It's chipped. Mm-hmm. Not the actual tooth. It's just the front of the tooth. It's weird. Because, you know, I hit the windshield. That happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Woke up with blood all over me, spitting out shreds of tooth. Ew. Yep. So, I got a little jagged tooth right here. And uh, 
as a result, a lot of times I will bite right here mm-hmm. on the inside, of course, not the outside. Because why would I be feeling <laughs> like this? So, um, but yeah, that sucks because you get that thing, you get it, and then it's like once you bite down and you get that spot, mm. you keep biting it. Ouch. Yes. I'm saying, well, because you bit the same spot twice. Yes. See? Second time the next night. Oh. Same spot, and it kills right now. And I'm sure it's going to turn into a little canker. Yeah. They always do for me. They do. I'm so sorry. Then it's going to hurt more for another week. <laughs> you just got, like, some aura gel or something. I think I have stuff in the house. I'm not sure. When? Some aura gel, or I actually think they make stuff for that now. I hope. <laughs> Cancamed. <laughs> I'm all hopped up on NyQuil and canker medicine. <laughs> oh! That makes for a great night. I'm going to have a coma, NyQuil coma, so I can stop biting my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably, We. Uh, you have stuff? You have a lot, do you have a lot of stuff? Or? Yeah, some of the stuff I print out just to have for next week. Okay. That way I got some backups ready. Oh, I love a good backup. So I haven't found any good stuff on online this week. Really? Until today. Oh, I got. Well, I'm printing out one thing after another. I'm like, damn. Oh. I got I got some stories. <laughs> <laughs> I got some stories after the work the the week I had. I'm gonna do these two things right here. So you want to go? You want to go first? Sure. Okay. Yeah, we should probably talk this out before <laughs> we start recording, so that we're not like. Uh, you think we really talk business during business dinner? <laughs> we do a little bit so that I can write it off on my taxes. <laughs> First thing I found was 13 cursed movies for Friday the 13th. Oh, I, I totally fucking forgot today was Friday the 13th. It is. Until you sent me a little Jason. <laughs> Baby Jason. <laughs> <laughs> little cartoon Jason holding a balloon and says Friday the 13th, the only day Jason gets a balloon. Joe, you know that, because I sent it to you, too. Well, there you go. First one. Over the course of the original Poltergeist tr- trilogy, several cast members died tragically. Yeah. In 1982, 22-year-old Dominique Dunn was murdered by her boyfriend shortly after the release of the first film. Six years later, 12-year-old Heather O'Rourke died of septic shock before the third movie was released. Next movie is The Crow with Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Oh, I thought these were all. <clears throat> I thought these were all like related to Friday the Thirteenth. I totally miss. No, I thought I thought you meant like Friday the Thirteenth the movie. Oh no, no no no. Related to the date. Okay. In one way or another. I'm an idiot. No, you just didn't know. Because <laughs> we oh, didn't nice, go over this. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, we didn't. Didn't. We should have. But next is Cran- uh, The Crow with Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. Who uh, was killed during the filming when a prop gun wasn't loaded properly. According to the LA Times, when the gun fired, a piece of shell casing struck his chest and killed him instantly. Ugh. Well, that's not what I heard at the time. I heard they switched out a prop gun with a real gun. I, I, like I someone, don't know. Someone snuck in a real gun. That's what I heard. I know they're remaking those movies, the Crow movies. Yeah, after they already made like seven of them. Yeah. I only like the first one. <laughs> Purist. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's Water Waterworld. 
It was under stormy weather from the beginning. A hurricane destroyed one of the film's multi-million dollar sets. Ne- uh, nearly killed Kevin Costner, according to Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> In an interview with AV Club, Josh Whitten called rewriting the script Seven Weeks of Hell. Mm. Still, the film film's curse is tamed compared to those who of the rest on his list. The Exorcist. I know the Exorcist theme, but I'm not a hummet. Uh, it's called. It's actually called Tubular Bells. Tubular Bells, yeah. By like Mike Oldenkirk or yeah. Oldenfield. It's one of the most infamous cursed movies of all time. Nine people died during the shoot, Ooh. and it said that fire destroyed large portions of the set, according to Entertainment Weekly. The story of the film's production became the subject of an E. True Hollywood story episode. Zoiks. And I just saw online today. That the guy who wrote the book of The Exorcist, yeah, he just passed away. Ah, I see. Grim Reaper's already starting on them now. <laughs> yeah, he had a busy 2000, 2000, yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yes, Sean, it was two thousand sixteen. <laughs> and now he's gone. He's not taking a break. No, not even going on vacation. He's a dick. Ha. Bad luck ran amok. <laughs> Bad luck, random luck. <laughs> in Middle Earth, during the filming of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, DVD oh. interviews revealed the mul- multiple actors and stuntmen suffered injuries while shooting the film's elaborate fight sequences. The worst was Viggo Mortensen, who broke his toe and chipped his tooth while filming. Well, if that's the worst that happens to you, <laughs> buck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Comic book movie fans may know about the Superman curse, which is said to affect, afflict multiple actors involving involved in Superman films. Christopher Lee, leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the Lee thing. <laughs> yes, I was going to say Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. <laughs> Christopher Reeve was paralyzed following a horse accident, and Margaret Kidder, who played Lois opposite Reeve. Suffered from bipolar disorder, according to TCM. Well, yeah, but the movie didn't give her bipolar disorder. No. <laughs> from what I heard, she just went crazy for a couple of years. Don't we all need to? A little bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Morrow and two child actors were killed during the filming of Twilight Zone, the movie, Ooh. when a helicopter crashed during a Vietnam flashback scene. Gritty. Mm-hmm. During the filming of Rosemary's Baby, lead actress Mia Farrow received her divorce papers from Frank Sinatra a few months after director Roman Polanski lost his wife Sharon Tate when she was murdered by the followers of Charles yeah, Manson. the Manson clan. Oh. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm sure that's a movie that uh, they look back upon fondly. Oh, yeah. Rosemary Bernard producing any babies. <laughs> the next one is a tuck or a took. It's a movie so cursed it never got made. <laughs> wow! You're Holy spo- shit! It was supposed to be a movie about an Eskimo in New York, and they had four different men attached to play the lead while in development. Hell. Hmm. The four people were John Belushi, 
Sam Kennison. Oh. John Candy. Oh. And Chris Farley. Oh, God. All four who died shortly after. Oh, my shit. Entering negotiations to be in the film. Holy shit. Shit can that movie. <laughs> Oh, my God. It never got made. Oh, wow. John, Sam, John, and Chris. Yeah. I don't... I am speechless. <laughs> Is that it for the list? That was a couple more, but it's not that important. Okay. <laughs> Hang on one second. Wee. That's rough. Very. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. I wouldn't ask anybody else after that. <laughs> I would just stop. Unless you hate them. <laughs> what's that actor we hate I'll get him for it <laughs> he's not doing anything now he'll probably take it <laughs> I know oh my god <laughs> he'll pass away right before we say action for real my other thing I wanted to get into was having to do with wrestling okay which every few months I get involved with something <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> like I'll be into like stone cold and wrestling yeah few months later i'll be out of that and i'll be involved or i'll change into something like another movie or another show mm-hmm. and i'll be hooked on that for a few months and it just keeps changing within the same like five things <laughs> so pretty much within a year i just keep coming back and going over the same stuff again okay my phases okay that's the term i was looking for was phase <sighs> so uh, on December 18th, my friend Lewis in Chicago texted me and said that he was on iTunes and WWE released a new album called Uncaged. It has all uh, 14 different tracks of entrance themes that were never released on CD by WWE. Mm-hmm. And from that night, I started getting into watching my Austin <laughs> videos again. I started watching the other wrestling DVDs I have. And I was watching all the 90s stuff and... In some early 2000s, which was the best time. It's the time that yeah. we, we always watched with our friend Joe, all the pay-per-views. Yeah. During the uh, late 90s, in, into 2000s. Back when it was good, because it sucks now. It has sucked for a long time. <laughs> I just taped Raw and SmackDown uh, earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and I pretty much ended up fast-forwarding through most of it, because <laughs> it's so freaking dull. Right. I taped Raw because it said Shawn Michaels is coming back for the night and Undertaker might be returning to the WWE again for like the 150th time. Mm-hmm. Undertaker came, he appeared and said that he's throwing his name in to the Royal Rumble. So, yes, he's coming back. Spoiler alert. Is he going to have a new knee when he comes back? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That I, guy can't even walk. He should retire. He's going to be crippled. <laughs> I thought he was going to retire after WrestleMania last year, but obviously not. So, mm. as you can see, I've been really getting involved with my wrestling again. Germany. <laughs> Sean has a Stone Cold Austin shirt on. I have a Germany football, <laughs> football meaning soccer shirt on. Das Deutschland. <laughs> and I found this. Oh, shit. You knocked yourself over. And the mic. Little mic. Baby mic. Maybe me. Huh. I found this interesting thing, too. Okay. The times WWE superstars relieve themselves during a match. <gasps> They've pee-peed? And poo-pooed. No! Yes. Oh! Or as we call it, sharded. 
<laughs> can you, can, That's actually a word in some of this. Can I just say, <clears throat> after that, that episode was the first time I've ever uttered that word out loud, <laughs> was the sharded thing. I think that was the Christmas episode. Christmas parties. Okay, yeah, I the think, Christmas party thing, I think. I think it was the Christmas parties. And, um... And uh, this year has just been sharding. Sh- I guess <laughs> uh, now there's this story. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to know who pee peed themselves. Well, the first one is Seth Rollins, which is a, an active wrestler that's in the WWE now in Raw. Okay. A former member of the Shield made dirt sheets headlines back. Yeah, dirt sheet headlines <laughs> back in that he needed the toilet during a match. Obviously, it's a much easier time for him to leave a match. But during the match, he was tagging with Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. After all, why not just tag out of the match, roll underneath to do your business? He peed under the ring? Mm-hmm. Uh, he admitted that he... He admitted that this is exactly what he did. But being the classy guy that he is, he found a bottle and urinated in that instead of on doing it on the floor under the ring. I suppose it's not poop, but admitting to having the roll under the ring to do your business is definitely not the best mental image. Not at all. That was JR's <laughs> water bottle. He was all fucked up for the rest of the night. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I can't do a good JR impression. I feel bad for this next one. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. He was a prick anyway. Yeah, he was. I hope he just shat all down his leg. <laughs> Mr. Perfect was waiting under the ring to do a run-in. and He <laughs> he had the runs! <laughs> he had a run-in! The, the, oh, shit, I fucked up the joke! <laughs> and he needed a bathroom break. <clears throat> Obviously, there's no way that the wrestler can leave once they are positioned under the ring. So he had to do it where he was. This is what happens when you make him and Scott Norton wait almost the entire show for the run-in. <laughs> I guess the bookers didn't think about uh, using the washroom, so Henning was forced to use wrestlers referred to as the emergency bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have a bucket? Another ring. For vomit or whatever? Well, yeah, for whatever. Ugh. And he had to lie beside it for the rest of the night until the opportunity to run in the ring. Oh, I want to know what he did. Did he pee or poo or? I think he vomit? had to pee. Oh. It didn't say, but I assume he had to pee. You know what? Kurt Henning laying next to a bucket of piss is just fine with me. <laughs> it's just fine with me. <laughs> no. Kurt, don't you ever pee? Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was a good joke. <laughs> it was. That was good. Next one's Doink the Clown. Ah. Doink was a funny guy, but hopefully he was able to have a sense of humor after one particular stinky incident. Oh. Sometimes there's no medication in the world that will stop it from coming out. Oh. <laughs> when it's coming out and what and that is that is what happened to Doink. Apparently the colorful superstar, because he dressed as a clown. Yeah. In the 90s. Um, he seemed to be having a lot of bathroom breaks before the show until he was <laughs> scheduled to wrestle. And just because he was in the ring did not mean 
that desire stopped. Oh, Jesus. To his credit, he did appear to wrestle, but was done within a few minutes because he told the ref to make the three count end of the match after under two minutes, all because he really needed to go to the bathroom. So he pretty much just cut that storyline of that, Listen, of that you know match because he had to go to the bathroom. I have trouble believing that Doink was involved in a serious storyline anyway. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, Doink, you've been eating corn, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's ill. Oh, my God. <clears throat> he then ran <clears throat> out of the ring into the toilet. I bet he did. At least he was more fortunate than most people on this list. And we're able to spare the audience from the unforgettable sight. What the hell? What kind of list did you get for us, Sean? This is... <laughs> oh, my God. Next is Shawn Michaels. Yeah? He's one of the only people on this list that was forced to urinate in the ring. <laughs> While some wrestlers did not mean to use the washroom, this time it was a planned storyline between Michaels and Vince McMahon. Michaels and McMahon had a back-and-forth rivalry heading into WrestleMania 22 back in 2006. Yeah. As part of this, McMahon forced HPK to take a drug test in the middle of the ring. Michaels obviously oh. couldn't refuse his boss and went right ahead, urinated in the ring live on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Much okay. to the delight of the crowd, HPK then threw the urine all over McMahon. Something tells me that probably pissed him off. Ah! <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, ha hang on one, one moment. Sure, I gotta take a drink. Yeah, well, take a drink. I, um... Mm. First of all, I don't know how he was able to pee in public like that. <laughs> well, seriously, because, mm -hmm. alright. I, I don't remember this, that episode. We're gonna learn a lot about Tara in this episode tonight. So... I mean, I have trouble going to the bathroom if there's other people in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I can't... Okay, here's a great example. I was traveling to Italy, right? So I'm on a plane. Uh, the the, um, the, the seatbelt fasten sign was lit practically the whole way because all turbulence. So it's like, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Why did the video just cut off? Oh, fuck you. Okay, so I'm on a plane, and I'm going to Italy, and turbulence, they had the seatbelt sign. When they finally set the, the seatbelt sign off, and you could roam about the cabin, um, we were actually very close to London. Um, home of Danger Mouse. <laughs> home of a <laughs> lot of cool things. So I jump up, and so I jump up, and I run to the bathroom, and because uh, I had to pee, because we were up and down. So I go in the bathroom, and because I knew there was a line of people outside, I couldn't pee. <laughs> so the fact that Shawn Michaels was able to urinate in a ring in front of like fifteen thousand people with fifty thousand people—that is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Because I couldn't pee with ten people standing outside the bathroom door, <laughs> and they were outside the door. <laughs> I'd wait till I get to London. Let me let me say, you've never seen Tara move that fast. I'd be more wor worried about farting in the bowl with everybody outside. Well, hear them out there giggling and shit. Listen, there's always that possibility. <laughs> when functions happen, they happen. There's nothing you can do about it. So anyway, the next guy? I assume it's a guy. Yep. They're all guys. Yeah. Oh. Next one's Dusty Rhodes. Ooh. John Nord was a special guest of a shoot interview with Bill Alfonso. 
On the show, Noah discussed how larger wrestlers used to wrap toilet paper around the hands and insert it into their ass as a way to help them if they were about to have an accident. To make it even classier, they called this a muffler. the kind of muffler uh, never mind I, had, I have i was formulating like a midas joke in my head like oh do you know the muffler <laughs> oh shit he then wrestled dusty Rhodes later that night went for pile driver finish as he picked dusty up by one of his cheeks <laughs> by one yeah i'm his, guessing his ass cheek i guess yeah oh yeah his muffler <laughs> managed to fall out in the middle of the ring. Ew! He went ahead with the finish, but many fans at ringside saw the object fall out and began to heckle Dusty for wearing it. <laughs> Listen, I might poop! <laughs> His version of a pad. Oh. <laughs> Actually, he stuck it in there, so... I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Next one's Darren Young. He wrestles with them now. Okay. Uh, Darren Young was asked about his most embarrassing moment in WWE. On on YouTube, he confessed that he had soiled himself during the match. (laughs) He said that Titus Titus O'Neil, who wrestles now... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's just <laughs> ignore it and keep going. Titus O'Neil had managed to get him hooked on vitamins that basically clean you out. He was mm. supposed to take two, but he took four instead. Oh, my gosh. And before his match, he felt quite strange. I'm sure he did. <laughs> then during the match, he was slammed, and it all came out. All, oh, no. All while he was wearing lime green tights. Oh. Talk about making a bad situation even worse. Oh, well, brown and green go together a little bit. <laughs> oh, man, that real quick. My uh, my my nephew, his wife had bought him. You know, uh, Quaker oatmeal has like a high-fiber oatmeal now. So she had got him like a high-fiber oatmeal. To, uh, he, By the way, please don't tell my nephew I'm telling you this story because he'll be very angry with me, but it's so funny. So he thought... He didn't realize the the concept of high fiber, mm-hmm. so he really wanted a lot of oatmeal because he was going to have a long day at work. He's a mason, and he does a lot of stuff with, with brickwork and, and things like that. So they were going to be working in a parking garage. He was going to have a long day, so he said, well, I'll stock up and you know get a big, big, big bowl of oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So he put like four or five packets in a bowl and just <laughs> ate it, not thinking... About the high fiber content? Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, my God, Dara. I was running for the porta potty all day. He goes, I had the sweats. <laughs> he, had, he had the sweats. It was awful. I said, well, high fiber means, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to help Maybe you shit. out. It's going to help you out. He's like, yeah, I know that now. So every time I see the high fiber oatmeal in the thing, I'm like, oh, my nephew would love it. <laughs> Porta potty is bad enough, but to do your business in it like that is just 
Oh, Jesus. Pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Triple H. Oh, good. The King of Kings himself proved that no one is too powerful for a minor accident <laughs> when he came out to attack Brock Lesnar back in 2012. Triple H and Brock had a fantastic rivalry that engulfed most of that year, but in this particular brawl, Triple H was seen with a rather big stain on the crotch of his trousers. <laughs> the picture I saw, he actually had jeans on. Oh. Uh, this was made all the more ev- evident when he was being F-fied through the announce table by Brock. Mm-hmm. They later released a video of Triple H where he told Billy Gunn that he would never consume that much liquid before a match again because it could lead to an accident. <laughs> well, listen, <clears throat> if Brock Lesnar fucking pile-drive me, I'd piss myself too. <laughs> picture I saw, Brock had him up on his shoulders. Yeah, I bet. And the picture was like straight on at Triple H's ass. <laughs> and just that whole area. Oh. From like half his ass cheeks down to his nut sacks. Oh. It was all wet. Oh. Big wet spot. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm thinking, Brock, don't move your hand anywhere near there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you smell very, very damp. Next one's uh, Yokozuna. Ugh. Go back to the 90s, you'll, you'll see who he is. Even though he's supposed to be a Japanese wrestler, he's really Samoan. No guy. There are many stories online about Yokozuna and the fact that he always needed to be close to a toilet. <laughs> and if he wasn't then, there were dire consequences. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The story was told by Bret Hart when he recalled to face Yoko, Yokozuna in India on a particular bad day for the Samoan was suffering from a rather bad stomach issue. Oh, God. Hart was about to take Yokozuna's finisher as part of the match. He looked up to see that he had actually soiled himself and was about to land on him because his his finisher was to bounce off, like standing on the top ropes. Yeah. And he bounced off, he jumped, and landed his ass right on your chest. Oh, God. Oh, enjoy your feces chest. And he was a, a big... 500-pound Samoan guy. Mm. Hart was about to take his finisher and looked up to see he sorted himself and that he was about to land on him, putting a whole new meaning on the phrase finisher. Oh. Hart states that is the fastest he's ever moved in the ring. Another story involving Yoko Zuna was uh, an alleged tag team match that he was unable to leave, so he sorted himself on the ring apron just before he took the tag and entered the ring. Talk about one way to make your opponent not get close to you. Oh, God. <laughs> this is kind of gross. And he, he either wore uh, the tight white, like, stretch pant type yeah. uh, outfit, or he had them in red. Hmm. I don't, I don't remember if he wore black ones, but... Oh, my gosh. If he had the white ones on, oh. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Nasty. Another one's Andre the Giant. One of the most or more dis- <laughs> disgusting additions to the list, but it sees that Andre the Giant joined it, joined it after it was revealed. He managed not to only soil himself, but someone else as well. Oh, no! All I got now is the oh, ho, ho, green giant. <laughs> green giant. Bad News Brown, 
was a, another wrestler at the time, <laughs> confirmed in an interview that Andre had been feeling really ill that day, that they had a match, but the show had to go on and Andre still managed to wrestle that night. Things went from bad to worse during a, a big splash spot in the corner that led to Andre losing all control of his body, oh. with defecation getting on both Andre and Bad News Brown. Oh my gosh. Perhaps not. Shockingly, Bad News Brown then ran and tried to shower off. Some so, things you can never truly wash away, though. Nope, that stink will stay on you. That's the kind <laughs> of stink that stays on you. Bad News Brown had a new reason to be brown. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay. Well, you could say that. Ah. Um, John Cena's last. Okay. Cena, really? Yep, and he's still wrestling. Yeah, he is. He's still a face. Waiting for the day he turns heel, and then I'll watch him again. John's story had become one of the most famous in the wrestling industry, and is perhaps... Because he wasn't even worried about admitting it. Following Natalia's accidental leakage on Total Divas, Nikki Bella went to find John to laugh only laugh about it only for him to tell her it wasn't funny and confess that he had once had to take part in a match where he had food poisoning and managed to relieve himself from every opening. Ew! John was, though... To have had rolled under the ring to vomit as well as relieve, relieving himself while in the ring as well. That's gross. <laughs> oh, he's a bucket boy. <laughs> a lot of bucket boys on this list. Yep. Gross. Well, I feel bad they had to go through that, but. Oh, still with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot of fluids tonight. <laughs> And yet we're Jeez. drinking. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated. Okay, so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if um, you've ever, you've ever wondered what I have, what I have for you, in, in case you want to live out a fantasy or something, are hilarious ways to quit your job. <laughs> Yay! Some of these I really want to do. <laughs> And you've done one. Uh, well, uh, that wasn't so much hilarious as it was. It was for me. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so here we go. <laughs> we can... Here we go. Oh. oh, okay. Hey. So here we go. I knew a guy in high school who hated working at a movie theater. He called, his, he called his boss and told him he wasn't <laughs> feeling well because he went hiking and got swarmed by bats and got bit by one. Batman. He went he showed up Michael later. Keaton. He showed up later that evening to watch a movie with a cape and fake fangs in his mouth. Michael Keaton. He was fired on the spot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My wife worked for a certain chain coffee shop a few years back. She got another job, so requested reduced hours. This didn't happen for three straight weeks. During that third week, she had a soccer mom from hell <laughs> try to get her attention by throwing fucking snowballs at her through the drive-thru window. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
I re- seriously, I really hate people who think they're entitled. Just because you exist. Yep. You can't throw snowballs at somebody. That's rude. My God. Bastard. Yes. My wife then stopped what she was doing and tossed the soccer mom's iced tea at her, which Uh. exploded everywhere and slammed the window shut. (laughs) Five minutes later, she had written her letter of resignation with the only thing she could find, a purple crayon and a sticky note. (laughs) I will be writing my resignation with a purple crayon on a sticky note. And it's just going to be a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put mine down like this. And I'm going to trace it. Yep. Yep. There yep. Go. I used to work at a place that rhymes with Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that is. I don't know. We'll be guessing all night. <laughs> and the managers there were real cheapskates. There was, a, there was a nice old man that would come in every Sunday and order a triple extra cheese pizza. And while they charged him for three times the cheese, they would forbid us from ever actually putting on that much cheese on the pizza because apparently cheese in the pizza selling world is akin to gold. Just like the sauce packets Mm. at McDonald's. (laughs) So they're going to rip off this older guy. Yep. And not care. Nope. So instead of... I'm glad they're going out of business. (laughs) I hate Pizza Hut. Shitty pizza. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in, yeah. So instead of three times the cheese, he would really be getting what the instructions would qualify as barely enough for a regular cheese pizza. Bricks. On the day my two weeks notice ended, the old guy happened to be my last order. Nice. So I went into the walk-in, grabbed an entire box of cheese, and proceeded to dump the entire thing onto his pizza. Proceed. And tossed it into the oven. It was stacked so high that it couldn't even fit into it, and half of it had to be scraped off. <laughs> Anyways, the look on the old guy's face when he saw me do this made it all worth it. Imagine his excitement. Needless to say, I didn't put the correct phone number down for future job references. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You might as well have. You might as well have, because what will their chief complaint be? Um, he gave cheese to a customer. Mm-hmm. How is that a bad thing? Or he gave more than what we expect him to do. Yeah. We're trying to How rip off bad? people here. How's that bad? Okay, there was a UPS strike in the 90s, and I was Oops. employed by them in high school as a sorter. Blockbuster Video at the time had a mail-order deal where you'd get a VHS tape. Remember VHS tapes, kids? I and still a bag, have them. I have some, too. And a bag of popcorn, like a proto-Netflix thing, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, all Netflix these boxes... All these boxes full of microwave popcorn and VHS tapes would slide down the belt, and about half the popcorn bags would either explode or break. After about an hour, there was popcorn dust all over. Popcorn lung. You can die from that. So, <laughs> that's Message. A, that's a real thing. I'm not making that up. Message. Um, after about an hour, the popcorn dust all over the place. I asked my boss for a mask, and he said they didn't have any. Some of the drivers walked by wearing masks, and I followed them and found a cabinet full of masks. <laughs> Liar. I confronted my boss, and he said the masks were for drivers only. A prick. So I went back to the sorting area and stopped working. I just stood there. The belts were backing up with boxes of popcorn, and they would burst, and clouds of powdered popcorn butter would fill the air. Mm. I waited about 45 minutes before I shut the belt off. (laughs) Good. 
Uh, I walked out through a haze of popcorn dust with alarms blaring and people running everywhere trying to figure out what was going on. A lot of people didn't get their VHS tapes that week. <laughs> That's okay. I worked as a teller at a bank for a few years. GM and supervisor were both kind of crappy in their own ways. My buddy there was also a teller and felt similarly and wanted to get out. We started applying to places and both got interviews at the same company. As luck would have it, we both got hired and got phone calls 10 minutes apart. Aces. Nice. Winning! There was only one other teller aside from us, and when it got busy, supervisor usually had to jump in as well and usually hated it. It felt like there was constant, we were constantly short-staffed, and days when one person would call out sick or be on vacation would suck. <laughs> Being down two people was the worst. Naturally, uh, when we both got hired, it became a race to see who would turn in their two weeks' notice first. <laughs> he printed his off and raced to the GM office, walking out with a big smile. The GM calls me in. Ding. And, the GM calls me in and offers me full-time hours after I had request, requesting them for months. Fuck you. <laughs> I jumped in saying, let me stop you right there. I am also turning in my two-week notice. Remembering the look of disbelief will always make me smile. <laughs> a solid professional F you is just as enjoyable to me as going out with a bang. bang. That's true. Nice. That's true. Okay. I wrote a normal letter of resignation before I got in the shower one morning. No big deal. Got to the office and was straight ignored by management. Oh, well. Told you when my last day was. <laughs> Fast forward three days. They pull me into the conference room to ask what it would take to keep me. I say nothing, but don't want to run, ruin them because I'm the sole IT manager for a staff of 70. But I would be willing to consult part-time. They liked that idea and said they'd be willing to pay me my current hourly as a consultant. I was prepared for this and told them that that wasn't what I said. I said that I would consult and my consulting rate would was $200 an hour. They were flabbergasted and insulted. I was making about $18 an hour salary. They thought it was insane, even though they'd paid a consulting firm 600 an hour while I was on vacation. Needless to say, having planned to quit, it was no skin off my back, so I laughed about it. They didn't take kindly to me laughing and their anger, and they told me to pack my shit. I did so and got 10 extra days vacation. <laughs> gotta Sweet. do what you gotta do. My boss was never in his office and, e and wasn't even there for me to turn in my resignation. So I took a video of me dancing on his desk <laughs> and singing about how he's never there. And I sent it to his boss. <laughs> I wonder if he had to resign. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I like this story. I like this story. The year is 1992. Marty. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was 19 You gotta come back with me You gotta come back with me Something's wrong with your children I was 19 and working the most pissant radio station imaginable AM Country Gold <laughs> The notorious yeah! I know woo. The notoriously cheap, abusive, and dishonest owner That is most radio station owners A fella named Wes Had just screwed me out of a promised bonus it was the latest in a long line of dishonest acts, and I decided I had enough. Good for you. Yeah. The rest of the sales team was afraid to stand up to Wes, and he screamed and abused at them constantly, except for a lone woman who he sexually harassed. Prick. 
They were all in their 30s and 40s and working the same garbage job I was, but desperately needed it. I did not. So I engaged in a very public shouting match with Wes in the lobby, saying all the things everyone there has always wanted to say. Mm -hmm. You, sir, are a hero. (laughs) You are a hero. Props Don't let anybody tell you differently. Uh, Then I swept the contents of the front desk onto the floor and stormed out. Instead of leaving, I went around the side of the building to a payphone. Oh, kids, remember those? <laughs> and called the radio station request line in a fake southern accent. <laughs> I said, hey, y'all, I just told my cheap, no good, lying piece of human garbage boss to go to hell. Play me out with take this job and shove it. <laughs> and dedicate it to my former boss, Wes. <laughs> the disc jockey had no idea what had just happened in the lobby or that Wes was our Wes. <laughs> so he enthusiastically played my recorded dedication and <clears throat> added, this one's for you, Wes. Choke on it, you sack of crap. <laughs> <laughs> the building had speakers inside and out constantly playing the radio feed, so I got to hear Wes get clowned by his own radio station before driving off into the sunset. <laughs> Fuck you, Wes. Oh, I applaud that guy. Oh, yes. Woo! Someone at my previous workplace, a huge grocery store, went on the PA system we use to issue messages to the whole mall and said something along the lines of, Dear customers, managers, and coworkers, I fucking quit! Then proceeded to leave. Proceed! Uh, and then someone had responded with, Someone did this at a Walmart I worked at. Customer busybodies complained because of the curse word. The manager just said, What do you want me to do? He just quit. <laughs> <laughs> Fire him! They fire him again! <laughs> People are idiots. Oh, I wrote a respectful letter thanking uh, my company for the opportunity and everything that I've learned there. The first letter of every sentence spelled out, Fuck Charles, and nobody <laughs> noticed. That's awesome. Oh, hidden messages. Oh, yeah. I know someone who worked in a really shitty call center. His boss never had time for anyone. When he went to tell his boss he was leaving, the boss waved him out of the room because he was on a call. So he wrote, I quit on a post-it note. Give me somebody. Give me somebody while I'm waiting. He wrote, I quit on a post-it note and stuck it to the boss's screen and walked out. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I gotta go. That's right. But when he finally put the phone down. He probably wasn't talking to anybody. Every time he saw somebody walking into his door, he'd probably pick up the phone and act like he was on the phone. During my exit interview, I told HR the real reason I was leaving was due to the quality of office chairs. (laughs) I said they were an eyesore, uncomfortable, and made me ashamed to come to work. (laughs) (laughs) I am ashamed of these chairs. I am embarrassed to work here. Uh, This resulted in subpar job satisfaction. Two weeks later, I was told by previous co-workers, everyone got brand new top-of-the-line office chairs. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. I was waiting to see if you were going to say everybody got it, but that person. Oh. Um, this is... <laughs> I wrote my two-week notice out on a condolence card that said, I can't comprehend the depth of your loss. <laughs> uh, Saw someone else do it, so I ordered my own and held it, held on to it until a better job offer came along. It went over well. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to get condolence car when I when I go to leave. 
I'm so sorry for your loss. And inside, just be like, it's true. You'll never be able to replace me. I quit. I quit. You will never be able to replace me. Or just say, I'm out. Or I quit, I'm out. Then draw a little mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. Oh, boy. I'm just trying to find, like... <laughs> I'm trying to find, like, just... <laughs> Oh, my friend quit Taco Bell right in the middle of a shift by writing, fuck you, I'm out, on the floor with the big sour cream gun. <laughs> oh, here's the one. This is, I told Jay I'm totally going to do this. I love this. This is a great idea. Uh, a guy I worked with hired a mariachi band to follow him into the <laughs> boss's office. <laughs> Unfortunately for him, the boss was on vacation, so he ended up quitting over the phone and was pissed he spent the money on the band. <laughs> I would have had them follow me around all day. I would have just been like, "Just you're just gonna follow me around today." <laughs> oh boy, I um, we're we're really we're running on time here. Um, that's I know, I know. Uh, let's see this one. I witnessed a classic quit job. I was out at a local pizza place with my family. It was around six ish. And the place was packed with families and other patrons, mainly high school kids, for a dinner rush. All of a sudden, this kid comes running from behind the counter where you get your food. He whips off his shirt and shorts, jumps up on a table in front of a packed restaurant, and exclaims very loudly, I'm quitting because the manager that runs this place is a total asshole and won't give me the day off. Oh, yeah, I pissed in the pizza sauce, too. Thank you. Good night. He grabbed his clothes, dismounted, and ran out the door. It was dead quiet for about five minutes. Then the manager came out and apologized. And ten minutes later, people went back to eating their meals. Okay. What? Wait. Whoa. I guess they didn't believe him. I would have believed him. I would have believed him, and I would not have eaten my meal. Did someone say I quit? And they pissed in something that you're eating or drinking? Yeah. I believe him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm like, gee, look at the time. <laughs> Gotta do homework. Oh, God. Uh, I think this is, this is probably a good one to leave on because it ties into what you were talking about. Oh, the cereal? No. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh, yeah. I worked as a mechanic <clears throat> at Pet Boys several years ago. <laughs> While I worked there, some of us discovered that... If the drainage pipe in the shop were pressurized, the toilet would shoot water out of the bowl. Enema. The service manager at my store was a piece of shit. The day that I quit, I waited until he went in the bathroom to take a dump. I filled up a cheetah, which is a device used to seat a tire onto a wheel, and released about 200 PSI all at once into the drainage pipe. The toilet fucking exploded. <laughs> the manager screamed, and then he comes storming out of the bathroom covered in shit. The piece of shit is now shit. That is beautiful. Well, I, I hope we've inspired you. <laughs> if you have your own I quit story, let us know. I would love to hear it. Uh, Email absolutely. it to us. You can write us on the Facebook page. You can email it to us. The word hashtag, just saying, podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. <laughs> I, I, I really, I want, a, I want a good I quit story. I have my own. Um, that was when I got called into the, the manager's office at Sports Authority. 
And uh, I was told for absolutely no reason that I was going to be fired. They couldn't even give me a valid reason. So I called him a asshole and I called the woman a bitch. And <laughs> when I left, I whipped open the door and made a the doorknob made a big hole in the. I actually pushed his doorstop into the wall and <laughs> the doorknob made a hole in the thing. So every time he had to shut his door, he thought of me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was working with her at the time. Yes, yes, you were. <laughs> that is probably the worst. I mean, that's, that's where the, we met. That's the only job I've ever been fired <clears throat> from. And for a stupid reason. Yeah. That, yeah. Every for other, no reason. Every other job, I've just been laid off. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're going to have to let you go. Oh, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> but I got bills. Yeah. But I got bills. Okay, you guys. So if you want to write us your own story, please do. I'd love to hear We'd love to hear it. Um, we'll read it. Oh, we'll read it on the air if you give us permission. I don't care. Uh, Make a note of that on the email. If <laughs> yeah, you, send you it to have us. to let us know. Like, don't read this. It's just for you. For your eyes only. <laughs> Little Sheena Easton close out the night. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pat Al. So, <laughs> I can't stop. Too much caffeine. So, good. Good. Yes, yes, good. Yes, good. Yes. Good. yes. <laughs> so, we will see you next week. Um, it's a short work week for us. Hopefully, it'll be a good week. Hopefully I will be not so coffee, not so nasally, not so fresh. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to end that. I just, not so fresh. Not mm-hmm. so fresh feeling. Punch you in the face. Um. So, uh, thank you so much. And Sean's gonna tell you something. I'm gonna skip this way. Skip, 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 skip. Yep. I get everything. I quit. We do.